I'm Rebecca Evans here for WHRO-FM. The Virginia Choral Society is one of the oldest choral organizations in Virginia. On Saturday, May 4th at 4 p.m., the Society will perform a program called The Pale Blue Dot under the direction of Sarah Gallo. The concert is inspired by the 50th anniversary of the moon landing coming up in July and then the 60th anniversary of NASA, which was last year. The program includes two works that were co-commissioned by the Virginia Choral Society and the Alexandria Choral Society. I had the chance to speak with the composers Tawny Olson and Lori Leitman. We talked about their music and what to expect at Saturday's performance. The music of award-winning Canadian composer Tawny Olson has been performed on five different continents. She's written art songs and chamber and orchestral works in addition to many pieces for chorus. The piece that I've written is in four movements. Their titles are Launch, Longer Strides, Lost Cosmonauts, and Magnificent Desolation. So Launch takes as its text the words of NASA Public Affairs Officer Jack King when he was doing the countdown for the the launch of Apollo 11. So I wrote that movement with this sense of excitement and drama and the, the cedar of the countdown. Longer strides, I incorporated some of President Kennedy's special message to Congress on urgent national needs from 1961, which was sort of the launch of NASA or launch of the moon shot and the whole program where he sort of announced the Soviets are ahead of us. We've got to catch up. So this movement is a mixture of almost Aaron Copeland-esque music to sort of evoke American idealism and all of the incredible human curiosity and courage, all the best sides of humanity that are reflected in the space race. But against that sort of lovely Copeland-esque melody is this constant beeping of Sputnik. (laughs) Because, of course, the Soviets got the first satellite in space. And there is a middle section, you know, where the, the singers sing about all the things the Soviets have accomplished at that point, which the Americans haven't, of course, as the subtext. So that movement has this sort of tension that I think underlies the whole, the wonder and the cynical aspects of the Apollo 11 mission. So the third movement is called Lost Cosmonaut, and it combines a Russian Orthodox funeral hymn with the Western Requiem Eternum. And it's a kind of a memorial to all of the astronauts who were lost, both in the Soviet Union and in the U.S., in the space race. This movement sort of tries to honor everybody, and there's a spot in the middle where all of the names of people lost in the various space programs are sung and sort of chanted. And then the last movement is all about the excitement of actually landing on the moon, and it uses text from the transcripts of Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Capcom Charlie Duke from the actual landing on the moon. Also on the program is music by internationally acclaimed composer Lori Leitman, who's written numerous operas, choral works, and hundreds of songs setting some wonderful texts from classic and contemporary poets. So I know this piece on the program, it's a new arrangement for choir of a piece from your song cycle and music will not end. Yeah, I know it was commissioned for the 40th anniversaries of the deaths of MLK Jr. and Robert F. Kennedy. Can you tell me a little bit more about what role this piece plays in this particular program? 
Well, yes, it's interesting because um, by virtue of the fact of converting it to a piece for a chorus, it gives it a whole new dimension. I mean, originally I picked that poem because I thought it was a great poem, and I've said a lot of Anne Ronasinghe's poetry, but um, it was like a reflection on life and death and the notion of legacy. So originally it fit that notion of honoring MLK Jr. and Robert Kennedy. I had given the Alexandria Choral Society and the Virginia Choral Society, it was a joint commission, you know, a couple of ideas. And one of them was converting this piece, which is the idea they settled on, because they were looking for pieces about space, stars and moon and sky and things like that. So this piece sort of was perfect in that respect, because it was about a partial lunar eclipse that happened in uh, 2006 on September 7th. It encompasses the idea of the legacy of your life and our place in the universe, which is quite small. Yeah. And the music itself, you know, it's it's so lovely and ethereal. How did you oh, go about you. reflecting that meaning in the music as well? Ah, well, originally it had a, an incredibly sparse piano texture that was almost like its own orbit. It was slightly dissonant and it just went about its own business as if it were just the earth moving on its own course. And then the voice was sort of another path that was circling around it. So they were happening at the same time, but there was a sort of mysteriousness created by the sparseness of the textures and the fact that each voice, meaning in the original piano and voice, was doing its own thing. Now, it was really interesting to create this piece, even though it's based on the original, it's really a whole new piece because it was a total reinvention both with the piano part and with the voices, because I was adding three other layers of voices. And sometimes the voices work together to create a sense of the vastness of the universe, and sometimes the voices are commenting on the original line. You know, there's a variety of techniques that I use. I haven't written a lot for chorus. It's something that I have found to be difficult I've written so many songs, you know, and I feel so comfortable writing for voice and I feel comfortable writing for operas, you know, with characters. But to learn how to write for chorus has been something I've worked very hard at. So I'm just at the point where I feel that I've turned the corner in understanding how to use the different voices in the chorus and how to make things work while still maintaining the ability to understand and hear the text. For me, everything is about the text and commenting on the text. The Pale Blue Dot is Saturday, May 4th at 4 p.m. at the Hampton Roads Academy. Lots of great music queued up, including these two exciting new pieces performed by the Virginia Choral Society. More information at vacoralsociety.org. This is Rebecca Evans here for WHRO-FM 89.1.